What's up, everybody? You are now listening to So Into You, an inspirational, uplifting podcast hosted by Sunshine and myself, Dimaj. We will be sharing our truth, life experiences, and much more. So stay tuned because you don't want to miss today's episode. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely amazing in yourself. I'm doing good. I'm doing great. All right. So today we're going to dive into the topic of happiness. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. (laughs) When Jesus was. What is happiness to you? Happiness to me is not worrying i would say that it's not fear but i don't think that that one can really not ever feel fear about something but worrying is something that you put upon yourself so i think that happiness is just not worrying and having unwavering faith and hope some people associate a smile with with happy but i don't think that you have to be smiling all the time to showcase that you're happy. Like I said, I think that happiness can be in the mind. And joy, joy is in a whole different dimension. Joy is in the soul and the spirit. But happiness can be in the mind. I feel that um, smiling doesn't show happiness because I've been sad a lot of times and had to fake a smile. So I know that happiness isn't within a smile. It's like, don't judge a book by its cover. But am I happy? Yes, I am happy. I feel a, a, a newfound, I found a newfound happiness. Um, and I see happiness as being joyful because I am spirit filled and I feel, I feel it. I feel the warm embrace. So I feel happy. I, I really, really do. This is like the first time in my life that I've ever felt happy. Oftentimes, people find their happiness through people. It's not their own happy, through who they see, who they're around. And I think that people should find what happiness means to them and how it really feels on their own. Okay, so you said that you were happy. So by my definition of happiness, do you consider yourself to feel that way? You have unwavering faith, unwavering hope, and you don't worry. I'm not worried about anything at this point in my life. I'm not in control. I know the things that I'm doing. I know the things that I've asked for um, within God and things that I've prayed for. And I have no worry at all because at this point, if I worry, what's the point? Because I'm not in the position to change anything. Worrying is something that you put upon yourself. So is it safe to say that you are responsible for your own happiness, whether you consider someone else making you unhappy or not? Are you responsible for counseling that out or keeping that happiness within yourself? It's a decision and whether you want to be happier or not. It takes strongness of the mind, visibility to actually um, decide that you're going to be happy. Like nothing is going to break your happy. I felt like it took me a long time to get to that point. Um <laughs> It was kind of like an epiphany, a moment of revelation where it took me a long time to get to the point of saying that I'm going to be happy regardless. I'm going to gain control of my life regardless of anybody else or the situations or circumstances that I'm going through. If you put on God glasses and have that confidence, then you're able to you're able to see the great in everything. And that makes you happy in itself. When you're giving and you're seeing the greatness of life, when you're waking up in the morning and seeing how you woke up. 
and how you're walking, how you're talking, how you're seeing, those are things to be happy about. Not saying that you have to be happy in fullness, but those are little things that you should be happy about, to be honest. And that should that should kind of like put you in a mood of happiness. Just those little things, because it could have gone the other way. People may not have these things, but you do. So it's giving a necessary part of happiness. Yes, I believe in that too. I believe in, uh, first off, love. Um, shout out to Miss Joyce Myers. You feel me? She, I was listening to her sermon about love. That should be the first thing, um, giving love to your brother, your sister, your neighbor, each and everybody. So I feel that, yeah, love is one. Also, um, speaking to someone is one. Um, giving your knowledge and your wisdom to people that are younger than you, not younger than you, but older than you, just if you have the ability to heal through words, then you should use them um, to support other people and lift them up. So I'm big on doing that now and supporting other people and lifting them up. Um, it's just like I just woke up one morning and felt the spirit of the Lord. It was like a, a huge coat. And I I, I make this um, kind of like analogy or metaphor is that um, do you leave the house without putting on your pants? I can't leave the house without praying. I can't leave the house without reading my Bible. Things like that. You feel me? So um, I feel that that has created happiness for me, leaving my home um, with a positive, great attitude and with the shield of God. Yeah, I think that giving is is a necessary part of happiness. I think that even down to giving something like your love and your care, like it doesn't have to necessarily be giving something out of your hand to another hand. It can be giving giving comfort, giving a good energy. Do you think that you can be happy lonely? Like let's say for instance someone lives in a city that they don't have any family there with them. They may not have any friends or maybe one friend and they're by themselves a majority of the time. Um, let's say they even work from home or they work in a small company where they don't even really get along with their peers. I mean, someone that's alone. Do you think that they could be happy without the influence or the presence of someone else? That's exactly why I call you because I'm, you talk about me. So... <laughs> Yes, I, I found that when I looked at the bad through everything, nothing was really working. You know, you feel me? Like, I feel like nothing was really working for me. Like, I felt bad in every situation because I was that person that I didn't have any friends. I didn't go anywhere like that. I didn't have a relationship. I was alone. So I, I felt that. I didn't have fam. I don't have family here. Happiness is more so a, a feeling. You have to decide, as I go back to, you have to decide whether you want happiness or not. When I started thinking God that I'm alive, when I started thinking him that being alone, it's okay. Because being alone, you also sit and think about things that have gone wrong in your life or things that are going wrong. But being alone could be working on yourself, self-reflect, not taking on other people's burdens, not indulging in gossip not doing those things. It's kind of like godling in a sense. If you can, if you can be alone and you know, some people grew up alone. Some people grew up by themselves, whether it was forced or not forced, you know, some people did that. Some people were the only child. They were used to being alone. 
Some people had a nanny, only child, used to be alone. So it's totally, it's a normal thing to be alone. But while you're alone, take the most of your time and, and place it into something good, not negative things like sitting in and self-reflecting about how, how bad it is to be alone. And I found myself like talking about that a lot to people. Like, I'm so lonely. My family's not here. But guess what? It's a blessing. My family is okay. I'm okay. There's going to be a time that we're going to be together all the time. You get what I'm saying? And I'm going to need a break. So I, I thank God for this break that I have had. But moving forward, I won't be lonely. I got all of you and you too. I heard you mention gossiping. Um, I think that it's, it's, it is very important to keep stuff like that out of your aura, out of your ears, out of your senses. Just keep it away from you. From things like gossiping to nasty music to violent movies. How would somebody who is accessing that information, whether it's unwilling, whether they live in a house and their siblings play nasty, sexy red and NBA young boy 24 seven, or whether they be in a car with their mom every morning and she on the phone with her friends gossiping every morning, or maybe they granddaddy like to watch gangster movies all the time and all they hear is shooting how would somebody like that remain remain happy um, and and keep that out of themselves even though it's in their surroundings so first of all i like gangster music it's like a release for me i i think it's the beat and um what they're talking about like it it makes me happy like it does but it's not on my playlist 24 7 I do like action movies as well, but they're not hood movies. Uh, they're just action movies. You feel me? It's easy watch. But I feel like the gospel aspect of things, like, that is a, a illness. Like, to sit there and gossip about people, you must be unhappy in some way in life. If that makes you happy to gossip and talk, you must be unhappy. I just assume so, because... There is no way at this grown age that I would take the time to open my lips or depart my lips about someone else in a bad way. The only way I'm going to do that is if I'm going to follow up in prayer. I think that's important nowadays. Have I vented about people? Yes, but the definition can be tricky because I think venting sometimes goes along with gossip. You go on a tangent and you begin to spill out everything that's frustrating you. Nowadays, like I did say, I'm going to take it up in prayer. And I feel like people that have grown up within these situations, it it wears on them and they begin to take it into their life because that's not how they grew up. And they begin to be the same type of people. And I don't feel like that's okay. I feel like that we should be conscious of what we see around our, our children, our family, the things that we play and listen to, because that's a huge influence. I think that in an instance like that, you'll just have to be selective. Like you said, you can like something. We can't help but to hear Beyonce everywhere we go. But the word on the street is she's a witch. <gasps> it's kind of tricky. <laughs> Girl, you're trying to have the world world you. <laughs> I know. My bad behind. I only hear her when I got back on social media. I don't hear her in my everyday life. I don't look at TV every day. I'm in front of my laptop. I don't, I barely go anywhere. So I don't, I don't, I don't hear her. I haven't seen her or anything. That's just it. That's all I know about Miss B. I'm trying to get there. 
not her status, but I'm trying to get to somewhere where she is, where I can help the world in major ways. And I feel like also talking about giving, philanthropy is giving. And that's something that I aspire to acquire. I want to travel places. That's been always a dream of mine, always a prayer of mine, the travel places that nobody has been or may have seen to be unsafe. So that goes back to a dream that I told you about. Um, me traveling to Gaza, there's no way in hell that I will go there. There's just a, a reconfirming that it's pos- anything is possible. Being that I had that dream, anything is possible. If you follow God, he will take you any and everywhere beyond your wildest imagination. So stay in him. He'll stay in you. Don't leave him because he ain't never left you. Do you think that somebody, do you think that somebody with a lifestyle like Beyonce's or any other superstar of that caliber could genuinely be happy? People think happiness come through material things. People think happiness come through what they buy, but a lot of people can be in situations and be unhappy. Do you know being in the public eye is so much frustration. It is so much work to have to put on an act and be a person that you're not in a sense because Millions and millions, billions of people are going to judge you if there is a billion people. Okay, I'm not that smart, but (laughs) I'm not that smart to know how many people on this, but I know it's millions on millions, maybe a billion. Anyway, I think that people, it's a lot of work to be in the public eye. It is. Even when I go on my shoots, it is a lot of work and it's frustrating because you're just trying to be perfect the whole time. And that is a worry. Not to say I never worry, but I do worry when I'm on sets because it's not I'm being hired to do a job and I have to put on in front of 30 people plus. You feel me? So that's that is draining. It's mentally draining. And for people to have to do that each and every day, it's it's hard, no matter how much you can buy. But some people are addicted to it. So I guess it makes some celebrities or some people happy because guess what? You see them everywhere. You feel me? Like they don't turn down no movie roles. They don't turn down no no song featuring. They don't turn down nothing. They still at it. They still doing tours. So I guess it, it's kind of like uh, in between. There's kind of like a gray area. Yeah, I agree. It's It's surprising how so many superstars and so many movie stars come out as depressed and drug addicted and alcoholics and just unhappy when they are millionaires and sometimes billionaires. Yeah, it's just really interesting. I think it's an influx of people that's coming out. I can't keep up at this point. Technology and social media have changed things where there's more. But one thing I'm going to ask you, Sunshine, are you happy? Am I? I would say I'm on the track. I would say that 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 faith and that hope is there but that worry that worry i pray to kick that out get rid of that i want to get rid of it like i'm talking about like a bag of trash so is worry the only thing that's stopping you from happiness yes because the faith and the hope is god given and what are some of the things that you worry about future but if you know tomorrow's not promised and you feel that, why do you still worry about the future? It's such a thin line because when you think about it that way, it gives you more power in the present. 
But is that being pessimistic to think that you can die tomorrow? No, not to think that you can die tomorrow, but it was leading up to that you still have a future. Because even if you're not here, you have your son. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So that can be a reasoning for worrying for the future. But you shouldn't be. But that could be a reasoning of worrying for the future because you're still young and you still have him. But other than that, it it shouldn't be pessimistic to um, think that you're going to die tomorrow. It's just like one of my favorite things I have to remind myself of is seize the day. Carpe diem. I like to say that. I said it backwards. (laughs) Always say carpe diem. I say that a lot of times, like seize the day. Because that's something that I really believe in, like taking every second of your day and and seizing it, like knowing that, okay, at 3.13, I was doing this. Right. At 4 o'clock, I was doing this and it being meaningful and, you know, like setting you up for the future in a sense. You get what I'm saying? Like my workouts to itself makes me happy. It's hard work. And I got to listen to Mariah Carey touch my body and um look at look at fat people online <laughs> it takes a lot it takes a lot of work to get motivated but it the ending result makes me happy and that goes to say that going through uh, a certain time in life that you may have seen as bad um can you look back on it and it make you happy Every, everything that may make you unhappy in the moment will be something that you've learned from later on it it, it and those lessons make you who you are. And and not only that, sometimes they force you to know God. And I hate to use the word force, but when you get down to the bottom and realize that he all you got, then those circumstances force you down there. It is a force. And I've also heard that you kind of have to pretend like I've I had to pretend. Ten in certain situations until I felt comfortable enough to do it, and it made me happy in doing it. So it's kind of something that you have to pretend in the beginning. It is a force because you have no other option, but it's kind of like this pretend feeling until it's like a habit, you know, like it's stuck on you, stuck within you. So I've been through a lot of situations where I was pretending and then those things became me and it got stuck on me. And those can happen actually happen for negative things you know you want to be around friends and peer pressure and things like that you're forced you feel like you're forced is a feeling but with god there's a choice you either have him or you don't you either feel like you have him or you don't feel like you have him but you always have him that's just given he's always around he's always there but those are choices they call it fake it till you make it and i've heard that if you fake This is advice for anyone. If you fake a smile for seven seconds, after that, your face will relax into it. So if you need to go into a room, if you need to look happy or whatever, or if you need to just make yourself smile because nobody can be sad while they're smiling, force that smile for a little bit. And after that, your face will just relax into it. You'll just have a smile. And then it might even force you to laugh (laughs) because that is silly. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. We'd love to hear your stories, questions, and feedback. Please feel free to send us an email to inquiries at sointoyou.com. Once again, that is I-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S at S-O-W-I-N-T-O-Y-O-U.com.